What's going on, Seth? I'll judge. We got a special guest in the house. We got Taz in the building. What's going on? Man, I'm happy to fucking be here, Sherman. This shit is lit. <laughs> 7575. Yeah, I rep the ties with the 75 Junction. Hell yeah. Appreciate that. Definitely. So for those who don't know, you can just tell us about who you are, what you do. So I'm Miss Buttersworth. You feel me? I just came up with that because I'm smooth like butter. You feel me? <laughs> I got the yellow backdrop with the yellow bag and the yellow glasses. Mm. But uh, nah, I'm from the 75. I uh, grew up in Todd Mill, um, right down the street. Uh, went yeah. to Bethel High School. Shout out 1067. I'm a Todd millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Repping my hood. But uh, recording artist, entrepreneur, you know, little dripper. Uh, okay. Big dripper. You feel me? Um, what else I do? I'm, I do a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? So Okay, that's yeah. what's up. And I'm mentally ill, more, most importantly. I'm right. Mentally, I'm mentally ill. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> cause the album is called Mentally Ill, correct? Yeah. Okay, can you tell me a little bit about that? I don't... Normally I, normally I do a little, you know, a little feeling and stuff like that, but I think I think we're going to get right into it this time. So can you tell us oh, a little bit about mentally We're going to just jump we're just gonna in? We're going to dive right in, yeah. Shit, life jacket <laughs> for all this damn drip, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a little bit about the album. So let me see. I dropped in January of last year. I mm -hmm. dropped Hampton, and then I dropped 7-5 in the idea in February. But the idea was that I was going to just keep dropping every month. Okay. But then lady, she was just like, babe, like you need to just come up with something that has a concept like a good kid mad city like a whole theme right. like a, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or something mm -hmm. and not to say that hampton and seven five didn't have that it's just the intention going into it it wasn't that i wanted to put a body of work together about hampton and seven five the concept with those projects was basically really inspired by nipsey i felt like when you heard the crenshaw project like you knew mm -hmm. nip was from crenshaw you knew nas uh, was from queensbridge illmatic and i i right. wanted when, when i got back into music to basically put my footprint out there that yo she's from the seven five that's that girl from hampton okay. so following up the uh project i was gonna drop was gonna be about virginia so mm -hmm. then i scratched that idea and i was thinking like what could i talk about for and an extended period of time like a 20 minute 30 minute ep like what could i do right wasn't really aware i sat on it for probably like a couple weeks and i'm like i don't know what's what is it that i could talk about and then one day mentally ill just popped in my mind um i had been embarrassed to talk about my depression and my anxiety that i was mm -hmm. going through because as you can see i have a really big personality and i think that it was the pressure of being that happy person all the time and acting like everything was okay when it wasn't Right. And um, I had lost three friends uh, who took their own lives. Mm. And um, a really close friend of mine, Sonia, rest in peace, sunshine, another one of the reasons I've been wearing all this yellow and stuff, um, is in her honor. So I said, well, thinking about them and why, I could never get the answers as to why they took their life, but maybe I missed something because they didn't reach out to me. And maybe they, because they were all popular, all three of them mm -hmm. uh, that took their lives, that maybe they felt embarrassed to be transparent about what they were going through. So I'm like, well, if I'm a musician and I can be vulnerable and transparent and I'm just, I'm just gonna do that for myself. I'm gonna do it for them, but I feel like I'm gonna get in front of the stigma. Mm -hmm. And of course, cause you got Illmatic up there, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it. Absolutely. Like, you know, in the hip hop community, if you say something's ill, you know, it's a term of endearment. I'm not dissing you like, your sweatshirt's ill or mm -hmm. my, my pants is ill or my glasses is ill. Right, I right. figured it was the perfect double entendre because I'm telling you I'm ill because of how I carry myself, how I think. And then I'm mentally ill because I'm addressing the stigma. But, you know, sticks and stones that break our bones, the words that never hurt you. So mm -hmm. I figured if I call myself mentally ill, then it took away the embarrassment of being, you know, mentally ill. So that's kind of like how it came together. Okay. That was long-winded as shit, but I kind of no, had to get No, no, I mean, it, it's necessary and it's important to get the background and to see the album in its entirety. Because if you look at it for face value, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
mental illness is something that, you know, artists like, um, and, and shouts out to them and rest in peace, you know, Exitation, yes. you know, talked about mental health and depression, things like that. And, you know, some people may think that it's cliche now, but talking about that is definitely not cliche because mm -hmm. it's something that needs to be addressed, right. you know, because it's a serious issue in our society. And the fact that you honed in on that mm -hmm. is, you know, respect to you for one Thank and you. two, definitely, uh, it's, 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 it's huge to be able to come out and talk about that, especially yeah. when it pertains to yourself. Mm -hmm. And especially, like you said, because you have a big personality. It it sucks because you feel like you, you almost can't. Yeah, you know? I feel like that. You, if I ever was around somebody and my mood was off, it would be like, mm -hmm. what's up with Taz? Like, your energy's off as if, like, right. I'm like, damn, like, I got to be hype and happy all the time to mm -hmm. make you feel comfortable you know what about me so yeah it was um and, and speaking of x man i didn't listen to his music until he passed mm -hmm. um it was unfortunate because i i thought how he died was very senseless of course so right i thought damn why am i cry i cried when i found out that he passed away as if you mm -hmm. would think that like i knew about him so me because i'm obsessed with interviews and stuff i went back i did my homework and i was checking out all of his interviews and i saw him transitioning from being uh this person that was apparently trolling on social media to trying to you know move to be a lot more positive and when i heard the right. question mark album i was blown away because of how you know whether it's um what's that song on there um uh just no jo jocelyn's uh jocelyn that, forrest that was on um, 17 yeah what's the uh I'm trying to think about the first or the second one um oh me remedy for a broken heart that's my shit i love yeah. that song Absolutely. and i was like i didn't think that i would ever be into music like this but mm. again judging him at face value because of the things that was happening in the media they right, didn't right. know that so literally that album was a huge inspiration because i came up with mentally ill last june but mm -hmm. i held on to it till january because i just wanted to kind of build the anticipation up but, right. um yeah that x album man it touches me like I, I could listen to Smash, whether it's uh four, right. four, 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 fifth floor, yeah, yeah. That, all that stuff. It got so many. The the, the he's diverse, song. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. diverse, and 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 you can kind of just vibe to the whole thing. Like I could listen to all his albums all the way through, like Seventeen, mm -hmm. um, this one, uh, his his first one I think oh, called Skins. Revenge. Oh, Revenge. Okay. I oh, Skins, Skins too. Skins was dope. Skins mm -hmm. was dope, but I mean, you could tell that. I mean, it was unfinished, right? Because you only have so much that you could work with, you know, yeah. someone when someone's post mortem, you know. I mean, you can only pull from so much right, right. but i think they did do a good job with you know what they presented for the project and i didn't even know until i saw some tweets on 17 that kendrick and j cole had said yo this is like one of the greatest projects ever like when mm -hmm. i was going back and doing my homework on him and like you know trying to understand him because again I'm, I'm a geek i'm obsessed with documentaries like and the right. interviews and things like that but his music man it's uh it's gonna live forever and that's the one thing i love about it like you know we lost a lot of great people whether it be Aaliyah, tupac but you always have those albums and mm -hmm. he made me feel like it was okay to kind of you know again not to i think there's what i'm noticing with mental health i'm glad people are talking about it but sometimes it's kind of hard for me to decipher if it's because it's trendy because it's right. such a thing now exactly. you know where last year when i came up with the concept was before it was at the height of everybody's depressed now and i'm not saying it like it's not real but it's kind right. of hard like are you doing it because you want some attention mm. or are you really doing it because you're trying to push a message? And I just always try to, you know, and I could tell with that album that he was really trying to let people know it's okay. Like, you know, we need those uh, moments where we're down and we're up to be able to um, uh, just let people feel like it's okay. I think the album gave me a lot of hope. Like when I first heard it, I just kept listening to it over and over. It's got great playback value. Right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and that's one of the things I, I pay attention to where I was is replayability. But um and yeah with with depression there's a lot of disingenuous people out there now mm -hmm. you know where where they're just like like you said you know looking for attention they'll mm -hmm. just throw it out there and it it sucks because then 
over time, you start to develop a boy who cried wolf type yeah. of mentality. And then we go right back to where we used to be, where people are like, oh, well, you know, I'll just brush them off because they're just looking for attention. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's, I mean, that's just the name of the game, unfortunately. Whenever something big comes out, sometimes it gets tainted as far as, yeah. you know, the, the message behind it and, and it, the intent. It's hard, like I said, to identify. I just recently heard about, um, you know, the guy, uh, I think his name was some Robert, something Kristoff. He was on a soap opera show. His son committed suicide. Yeah, uh, I heard about that. And then he, then he did. And then mm-hmm. I was uh, doing a presentation in Atlanta yesterday, and uh, I met this lady. I think she's related to uh, uh, Deb and Waka Flocka. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Waka Flocka's brother took his own life. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, they have an organization called RIP, and she was telling me about it and how it's like, you know, you don't want to be that person that says that everybody's trolling and they're just trying to get on the wave, but you also don't know how severe and serious that it could be. That you could be like, oh, they, that was really a cry for help. Right. It's just a, it's a thin line to try to really understand who's, who's genuine. I don't like to take nothing lightly because anybody, you, you just never know. You don't want to be like, oh, I thought they were joking or they was doing it for attention, and then they mm-hmm. end up doing it, and then you know, they take yeah. their life. Yeah, I, I, I typically give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and. You know, if I ever see anybody that has issues, I'd be like, you know, I, I always harp on it. Make sure, you know, like, hey, if you're going through stuff, you could talk to me, mm-hmm. you know, reach out or I'll reach out to them. If I see their posts and stuff, it's like questionable. I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? You, you all right? You know, what's going on? Things like that, because you, you just never know. You right. know what I'm saying? Have you experienced any like type of mental health? Oh, yeah. Issues? Yeah. I think I think everybody has it's at some point in life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for me, it's it's kind of weird because like so for me, I'm, I'm younger. I'm 24 mm-hmm. and um, I've I've experience a lot of success as far as like i don't know 24 year olds are concerned i guess i have a house i have three vehicles i'm doing well for myself mm-hmm. but there's there's this like existential depression that i'll get sometimes where it's like you know what's the purpose of life why am i here what is my goal what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. like there's like life is just it exists and there's no clear direction you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so i i always have that not always but there will be times where i have those battles i'm just like damn like you know what's going on or, or sometimes i get overwhelmed with um people sometimes yeah. so i have to regress and pull back and mm. like i think when the year started i took like a week off from the podcast from everything yeah you had and to just took to time to myself right yeah. so i could so i could you know level myself out again and then mm-hmm. get back in a good mental space and then get back into it because i was pushing myself too much and doing too much with the podcast with interacting with people Cause I'm very introverted, but I, I'm, I'm kind of I can be introverted, and I can be extroverted. Same here. But like, I'm very introverted, but I'm I'm extroverted for for people because right. I don't want to be a, a off-putting person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's amazing that you share that perspective because I I think I I was praying a couple of days ago just out and I was just like I gotta keep praying like as much as I can per day and I mm-hmm. was thinking like all of the things that I was praying for. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're praying for all these things. Don't forget about what you have. Like you said, having a house, having three cars and having this podcast. Sometimes I think the anxiety comes from wanting so much more and not really being able just to appreciate like, you know, like, I could be like, I really want to be on a breakfast club. And I could be sitting here thinking mm. about them the whole time when I'm like, no, I'm here at 75 Junction. Like, right. appreciate those people that, I think the acceptance of certain crowds or people's approval, but I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, but, mm. you know, Psalms 118 says, uh, it's better to put your uh, trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in man. 
And so many times I have to rem- remind myself that like, I'm not going to pray for this person. I'm like, God is my publicist. God is my manager. God is my videographer. And it, it allows me to kind of just breathe a little bit, you know, and chill and just be like, okay, don't worry about it. Like it'll get to who it needs to get to. And, you know, right. not to take anything personally as well. Cause sometimes you can make an assumption like this person is trying to, you know, be a gatekeeper. They don't want me here. They don't want me to do that. And I, I can just totally relate to your perspective on that. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head with that because <laughs> like I said, I mean, it's it's you know you, you yearn for more, which, yeah. which is natural you know human desire. You, you want to always have more, mm-hmm. but my thing is I'm I'm very impatient, so sometimes Same I want to get I want to get <laughs> what I now. Yeah. right I want to get there now. But if and it's, it's for the better because if I did get there I would be like okay well now what do I do mm-hmm. you know and that's why I'm, I'm like you know what I always tell myself I'm like I hope I hit the lottery but then again I'm like you know what I hope I don't because if I do. I might have so much money and I'm going to do everything that I want to do that there's going to be no purpose for me on this right. earth anymore. And we chase like, what that. Do I do? Our whole life is like, we like, I always tell people, you want uh, the lifestyle of a celebrity, but look at Robin mm. Williams, look at Kate Spade, exactly. look at Anthony Bourdain, all of these people that have acquired the things that we think is success. And then you get there and it's just like, that's not enough. And you have right. to just, you know, have, have a spiritual wealth. Like just even being here, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you said, you do everything yourself. I think a lot of times too, you know, we say that we need all these working pieces, but I've, I learned that in introverting that I prefer to do everything myself because I think you get so caught up. I think it's just uh, par for the course, you know, it's training. Right. Like you need to, you got all your camp, like you're doing everything, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it, you make it look like it's a whole red table talk production. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, appreciate but, that. You know, yeah. But I know the stress that comes with that. Like, ah, oh, I got to get the lighting. I got to get the in it. Like I, I mm-hmm. know what that's like, you know? So yeah. I think that we just got to, you're doing, I'm going to just say you're doing a great job. I don't know how often you hear <laughs> I appreciate that. appreciate that. Thank but you. yeah, man, this, Thank is, you. this is very impressive. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I'm here, man. Cause I, I respect that. And I think that we just gotta, you know, show it, it don't take nothing to show love. And I Absolutely. know that this is going to be a mutual benefit for the both of us from exactly. me being here and you having me as a guest. I think that we just gotta like show love. Everybody wants to put a price on everything. I, I've looked up something right. the other day. Can I, you do it? Can you interview me? It's 500 for the interview. I'm like, damn, what? Like, I came from doing interviews. Niggas is charging like five hundred just to post you on their Instagram and stuff. That's and it's, crazy. It's I, I respect you know, the hustle. Star shit. Yeah, I respect the hustle, but it's like these like low tier blogs that are trying to come right. up. And not to say I don't knock the fact that you know you, know, you got to make money off your production, but there's advertisements that you can make money off mm-hmm. of. If the company comes to you when they want to put an ad on their episode, and it's just the, the way people hustling these days is just. Like they just clocking your pockets, and I'm just right. I'm glad you're doing this off the love because you don't no, understand absolutely. how many times I've reached out. I'm like, I gotta pay five hundred to talk about mental <laughs> nah. health. God damn! Like, I mean, I, I see where they're coming from, but like you said, I mean, you, you obviously have to have a certain reputation. You have to be at a certain level before you can even start charging people. Yeah, and and me just off, the way this look though, you could charge niggas. I'm telling you, yeah, the I mean, shit nah, I seen, it don't look like yeah. Off, off of off, off of just principle, I don't charge people though. Yeah, you know, because I know that, like you said, it's a mutual gain. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm I'm getting you on the show and you're bringing your following base to my show yeah. and then I'm bringing my following base to you. So exactly. it's like an equivalent exchange almost. So yeah. that's, that's enough payment for me. You know what I'm Same saying? Same here. So we gonna, <laughs> and we going, we just going to multiply, multiply. Exactly. Shout out to everybody tuning in. <laughs> exactly. Facts. Yeah. Shouts out to y'all, man. So quick question about the album. Yes, so what is, <laughs> so you asked me my favorite track. Yeah. Yeah. What is I it? I sat on it. It's on God. On that's God. my favorite one. Yeah. What's yours? My, ah, here we go. My favorite track on <laughs> Mentally Ill. Mm. It's a tough one. They're all they're all good in my opinion. Like yeah. all all of them were good, <laughs> but On God kind of got that little edge over every 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 other song in my opinion. Yeah, Mentally Ill was close second though. Definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give you two answers. I'm and I know this is not fair. That's fine. Damaged Goods is 
probably the one that means the most. I love all of them. They mean mm-hmm. the most to me because that Damaged Goods was inspired by my friend Sonia that took her life. Okay. Um, I was in a studio and Lady was like, um, shout out to Lady. Uh, Lady was like, hey, babe, like maybe you should... uh." Talk, talk use this song to talk to the to talk to someone specific mm-hmm. so that people can feel like you're talking to them and i was like well, who would i talk to she was like why don't you try to talk to sonia it was tough for me i broke down crying as soon as she said it because i'm right. just like that's gonna be rough for me to try to have a conversation about why you're not here that's why when the phone when the, on that record it starts with the phone dialing because mm-hmm. i remember the night that she took her life and i called her phone and i kept trying but not this ain't true you know what i'm saying she's Damn. You know, so it kind of like yeah. it gets me emotional. I ain't gonna cry today, but um, it it, it gets me um, uh, very emotional because it's all the questions I wish that I could have asked her. Um, it's probably one of the the heaviest songs. So I feel like mentally it was also very heavy, but for that reason, that mm-hmm. song means the most to me because I, you know, I wish that I could have um asked those questions and I could have been there to check on her right. and then the most hurtful part uh when she passed you know I, I talked about her a lot in my previous songs i had this song called right now when um i said rest in peace sunshine wish i could rewind so we can speak one time damn this shit is hard to cope with i'm stressing over bullshit it's hard to focus praying to the most high while i'm smoking drowning in this liquor they don't care if i'm choking i said that on a song last year sent mm-hmm. it to her father not of course that's not gonna you know make anyone feel better or it's not right. gonna bring her back but when mentally ill dropped her sister i never met her sister found me and said you knew my sister because i kept posting about her i said yes i did mm-hmm. and i said i have this album that's inspired by her uh you know inspired by my own experiences but also dedicated to her and right. so i went to try to send her father because we played basketball together so okay. i went to send him the song again mm-hmm. and when i went to go and send try to send him the song my friend said that he was murdered on a motorcycle last year or what? so like i'm like so the last time i talked to him i was like i can't wait to share this with him so he can hear yeah. you know what i'm saying what i'm going through and, I, and, and 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 what i'm trying to do to elevate the awareness of mental health and um i broke that i found that out right before mentally ill drop i'm going to send him the damaged good song and he's not here and um <sighs> never got the chance to make it to sonya's funeral so that uh i never really got the closure on that which kind of hurts but um yeah so for that answer yes damaged goods but i would say um if it wasn't damaged goods my favorite is probably um man that's such a hard question <laughs> yeah, that, like I <laughs> it said, changes that, every day oh I, I feel you because like for me personally like when i listen to music i have like there's never a specific type of music I want to listen to. I always mm-hmm. had different moods, and I feel like music is supposed to basically be in tune with your mood. Yeah. So based on my mood, I'll go with a different type of genre, or I'll go with a different type of music okay. or song. So okay. I'll definitely feel you on that, how it's always changing. Yeah, and I feel like one of the things, you listen to Denzel Curry? I do, yeah. Okay, so you know the album he just dropped, the Tao? Ta- taboo. Tabo- or, yeah, yeah, something. It was three yeah. different ones. Mm-hmm. So I had already did the, uh, I shot the cover art in June of last year. I just was sitting on this project for the longest. That was the one with you in the straight jacket. Yeah, right? in the straight okay, jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, so that's dope. Yeah. Thank you. I shot it and then he came out with that. And I'm just like, yo, he had a straight jacket on one of his pictures. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, he took my idea. But, you know, um, anyway, so when I heard that, On God, Look What You Did To Me was inspired by the, um, sumo i think it's sumo or pakasu big like sumo yeah sumo yep. yeah mm-hmm. like I, I never screamed or was able to express myself like that on a record so mm-hmm. when i got the on god the one that you like 
I just I've been listening to Jaden for so many years. Like Jaden Smith. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I heard I heard it and the on God came. So it's like I'm like, oh, this got some bounce to it. And as far as the moods, I feel like when I heard the um taboo album, it took you through these phases. Like he said he, he broke it down like it was dark light and it was gray. And I mm. feel like with mental health, um, it's not always dark. I didn't want to make a dark album. So right. when you say for your mood, I feel like mentally ill, you can start at something really dark, like fuck your feelings, kill Taz. Mm-hmm. And then you can leave on the great depression on kind of like a high note. But I feel like that it, it, I feel like it's just like that. Like you could wake up and have a great day and then be depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like later that day. Um, Absolutely. But what was it about on God for you? I'm interested. Like, just so just the beat and the cadence of it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really big on listening to cadence. And we're just like on God, on God, on God. I was like, yo, this is catchy. I was like, I like this. I'm just sitting there bobbing. I got a system in my car too. So the bass was hitting too. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is it. Man. This is this is the one. So yeah, I like I like that a lot. That's that's a good record, definitely. I think with that one, I just wanted something that because I, I love I'm love, I'm a lyricist, so I just wanted to mm. talk that talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, you got to sometimes. So, on God has been a, a a phrase. You know what I'm saying? Like no cap on God, and I was right. like, all right, because I'm I'm not with the whole repetitive like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I I didn't want to nah, I didn't want to nah, do, do that. that. Yeah, you know don't, what I'm saying? Don't do that. <laughs> but it's just the hook, and then mm. when you get to the verses, I just was like, oh, I was talking some shit on this one, you know. So it is. I, I love performing that. Um, did you have? You said mentally ill was your second favorite. So mentally ill was my second favorite. Okay. Just because of everything that was included in it, talking about the mental uh, illness and the depression and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and bringing that to light. Like I said, I really respect that, and I think a lot of people need to bring that to light. So. Just off of Principality, that was like my second favorite. That was in Running for the Top. That's because because On God was the was the banger, and then Mentally Ill was like the substance. You know what ah, I'm saying? I got so, you. So and not to say this that On God lacks substance, but yeah, yeah. this one just resonated with me more with with Mentally Ill. So that's that's why it was higher on my list. Well, shout out the first Faro Jaro for producing that. He's a producer from Atlanta. That I was just about to ask God. you that. Yeah, he like literally woke up one day and was like, God, I need some producers. I need some mm. new beats. And he just DM'd me and was like, pick three beats off my website, off the love. And I was like, all right. Oh, pick shit. That. And okay. then Chris Childs, he's the one that mixed, mastered, and produced mm. too. So I only work with two producers on this project. It was a guy named Chris Childs. He produced Mentally Ill. He produced Fuck Your Feelings, Kill Taz. Uh, Snatch Your Soul featuring Vintage Shout out to Vintage And he produced um, What am I missing That was four. Oh, and then uh, Faro Jaro He did On God Look What You Did And The Great Depression Okay Yeah so nice. uh, It was my first time Ever working with These producers ever And it only took me Two weeks to make Like I literally Was like No lie I'm like I didn't overthink it. I was like, this is simple. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, I've never made a project this fast. And people were saying, if you just scale back from doing all of the other things that I do, how much more time that I could put into my artistry? Because right. for the long, I was doing interviews for a long time, throwing events, but inside dying to just get my art out there. And this was the first time where I had so many people that just came to help. Shout out to BJ. She she did the artwork. Uh, mm-hmm. she, well, she did the, the, the photo. Shout okay. out to Beatrice. She did the photos too. I work with two different photographers. Mm. And um. They believed in the vision. They, you know, took a chance on me because it's expensive. You know what I'm saying? Living in L.A. and, you know, trying to make a way and everybody trying to charge you for every little thing. So exactly. now it's just the visuals. Like, I'm really, I want to turn Mentally into a short film. I think that it could definitely be in Sundance or Cannes Film Festival. I can see Absolutely. it as a movie. And, um... God willing, uh, I I, met, I just recently met a uh, Emmy Award winning videographer who just loves the music, loves the. I, I do speeches too at schools about mental health awareness. I travel and nice. I talk to students. Really and, nice. You know, I just did one yesterday. I'm not sure if you ever I, seen it. I saw that. Yeah. I saw it on your on your IG. Oh man! And I at the end of every speech, I always have them say "Heal the ill," and that's like my mantra and what I'm trying to do. So I feel mm. like you know, shout out to Nipsey because I Nip is like my big one of my biggest inspirations, and yeah, I looked Nipsey's at hard. how he was able to 
stretch victory lap for a year long you would think that it's just dropped yesterday victory lap is a, is a great project through and through you need that up here <laughs> I, I need it no it's, it's funny you say that because i actually have it in my amazon card right now yeah yeah oh, that's 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 on my list definitely yeah i uh when i saw how he marketed that because you know we're in a we're in a place a time right now where people hear your album they're done with it yeah you know but this is the first time like i got my, my stream num- streaming numbers back and then the first week i got a thousand streams and i'm like whoa if i nice. project that a thousand per week that's fifty two thousand streams by the end of the year as mm-hmm. an independent artist so it's like, you know, what every day I'm thinking, like, what can I do, whether it's a speech or an interview? And I just I feel like it's going to age well over time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Championships was a good album last year. The Grammy's coming on tonight. You know, I don't right. I hope Nip wins it. I feel like, you know, uh, Redemption is just I'm just all the feedback I've been, I've been getting from this project that took me no time to make is amazing compared to not saying Hampton and seven, five weren't great projects, right. but like it touches me and people telling me, you know, you're safe, you're saving lives and you make me feel like it's okay to talk about what you're going through. So I'm just, I'm excited, but you know, I don't know we probably work together on this film, man. I got to get you on board. Definitely. Let me know, Cause I, and I got a, I got a videographer too. He's actually oh. working on a short film. We're going to be working on that one soon. So look at God. Yeah, look at God. <laughs> on God, on just, God, on God. Right, right. <laughs> and then, and I got a producer too. His name is a, uh, you might've heard of him. His name is a uh, Coop Chardonnay. Have you heard oh, of him? No, I don't think I have. Okay. So he, he's originally from the 757. Okay. Um, he's based out of North Carolina now, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he is Tory Lane's pianist, but he is also a producer. So wow. he made and his beats are crazy. Yo, let's do, so, I'm, look. I'm already. I, I'm gonna let the cat out the bag. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna tell you the title off air, but okay. I've already started working on the next project. It's Hell coming yeah. out and like it's coming out in June, and it's so different from Mentally Ill. But okay, it is so wavy. I'm telling you, I got like the first three songs already, and it's just like, okay, I'm being patient because I probably if I wanted to, I probably could drop every month, but. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm just trying to get my focus here, like future, like when I, I watch, like if you have you seen that new documentary, um, for what is it called, the wi- the wizard? Well, I haven't seen that one. I would think about these artists that say they're in a the studio knocking out six songs a day, and it's just like I've been praying, like God, please give me the, because um, you know I gotta work, I gotta get my money and everything like that, where I could just pour my all into this, mm. you know, because I. I just I would love to just be in the studio for hours at a time. Right. I feel like I'm there now. Like I finally cracked the code. Like okay, you know what you want to say. You know how to get in there and um. You're just getting I, your element. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, and if this is what you want to do, you know, full time and try. I I just this is awesome. Again, I'm just again. I appreciate thank that. You for thank the you. Yellow lights. Hey, nah. I'm feeling like butter. I'm trying. I'm trying to get a butter sponsorship. How many niggas you know sponsored by butter? And I want to do. I don't know if you heard my song all summer. I haven't, no. Okay, I have a line where I said, smooth shit, can't believe it's not butter, and I'm dropping mad shit. I hope you niggas got a plunger. So they oh, put my shit. Fi- okay. you feel me? I like Give that. me the syrup, put me on Miss Buttersworth, and get me mm-hmm. on the butter. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. Get okay. these sponsorships up, trying to get Absolutely. Bel Air, trying to get Just Water. We working, though. Okay, nice. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about, um. so you're from the 757 yes. in Hampton, yeah. and you said you've you kind of been all over the place. So you've been to L.A., mm-hmm. uh, you said Atlanta, correct? Uh, Atlanta, L.A., D.C., mm. uh, Philly, New York, London. Uh, London? Yeah. <sighs> I was in London for six months. Man, how was that? It's the best time of my life. I miss it. <laughs> it was um, it was a 2011, and um, I was studying abroad. Mm. And when I was out there, I was studying fashion and film and everything. And um, it was it was a re- I, I did it. It was so random. I called my mom and I'm like, I'm about to go to London. She was like, What? Don't you got to get a passport? And I applied, and mm. I just wanted to. I, it was a time in my life. Oh, you got Daytona up there. I forgot. That was a great album as well. Phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. Yeah, we have to. Seven five love. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, I was out there, uh, basically trying to get my 
just I wanted to I was doing so much at Howard University. I was working for BET. I was working for Sony Pictures as mm-hmm. an intern. I was on the radio station. I got tired of the pressure of every day having to do that. So London allowed me to start over, introvert myself. So I was feeding ducks in London, reading books by the lake. Some real, <laughs> it's some real weird shit, like some notebook shit. But it Eating made fish me and chips, yeah, sipping tea, just, some know. crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on your twenty one savage. <laughs> yo, how many lies you told? A lot. <laughs> no cap, no cap. I ain't gonna diss him like that. that no, man. no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole situation is fucked up. It is. It's, it's, it's like yo, up. you it's crazy. When we're slick, Ricket. Like I, that blew my mind away. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I went out there and um. It was a great experience because by the time I was leaving to come back, I should have stayed for a year. I started to link up with DJ Who Kid, and I'm like, oh, I'm in London in the studio. Mm-hmm. I, I saw my. This is before like, um, what's her name, Adele and Jesse J and all of those UK artists. So I saw that bubbling before it came over here. I'm like, yo, UK got some fire out here. Tiny yeah. Tempa, all of them. And then as soon as I got back from UK, I fell out of a window, 18 feet head first, and I cracked my skull. What? Yeah, if you on a, it's crazy. Like I, you getting some good stuff out of me today. Pause. That sounds kind of weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pause, pause, pause. So how, how how did you fall out the window though? All right, so and I, it's gonna be it's gonna be funny. I, I'm I'm laughing now because I survived it. Right, but, right, right. Okay, I went to a, the library at Howard University, mm-hmm. and we got locked in the library. I, no, nobody was drinking enough, and they have it. They said this happens all the time at Founders, and I'm like, who be getting locked in the library? Couldn't get out. Everybody's phone's dead. And it's literally locked. And this dude was like, yo, I I, I get locked in the library all the time. He'd be, he be studying in there. He said, we just go out the window. I'm like, what you mean go out the window? I'm not going out the window. It was like eight or nine of us. So it was three people that went out the window. It was, it was like three girls and it was like eight guys or something like that, whatever. So that math is off, but you know what I mean. So it's mm-hmm. three. I'm one of the three girls. And I said, well, if the two girls go out the window, I know I can do it. So basically how it was, was you had to put your your butt on the ledge of the window. And right at the edge of the window, when you look down, it was a dark pit. You didn't know how deep it was because it was late at night. Mm -hmm. But if you threw your legs right over, it was this rail to the right of it. And if you threw your legs over the rail, you would just hit the grass and you were good. So you kind of had to like push a little bit to kind of get over the rail. Okay. I was like, okay, they did it. Cool. I'm under the influence. I'm good. I get to the ledge. I push over my feet went under me i fell 18 feet head first and i cracked my skull broke my wrist chipped my tooth they said i hit the ground and they said uh i said i'm all right and then they left me so somebody apparently and i ain't got no shade or no i don't feel bad or mad at these people at all mm-hmm. i don't think we're scared they thought i died i don't know what how to get away with murder and can i don't know what they was thinking somebody i guess walked past or went and got uh called the cops and I just woke up on a stretcher and they're craning me out. This uh the, the fire the fire department's craning me out on this thing and I and I wake up and it was like, Do you know what year it is? I'm like, two thousand eleven, what's your name? I'm like, Taz. I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm about to pass out, you know, call my shorty at the time I was dating, it was a different chick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she called her and woke up in a hospital and I heard them say, You wanna have to cut her hair? I'm like, What? I had just started growing my locks or whatever. Oh, so I'm like, No, you're not about to cut my hair. Right. They said if it wasn't for me having my locks, that um that I probably would have died or I'd have been paralyzed because it cushioned the impact. So I'm like, I feel like 50 Cent now. I just got shot nine times. Kanye, I have survived the accident through the fire. <laughs> like, I literally felt like I'm here for a real reason because he right. got hit. Like, he got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. I'm like, I, I made it many men. You know what I'm saying? So I, right, right. I wake up, two or three people, shout out to Coop, shout out to India. Um, They were there for me at the hospital. And mm-hmm. I just was like... My, my biggest fear was that I thought I wasn't going to be deep anymore. I couldn't rap. I thought I was going to just kind of be off. And mm-hmm. I didn't know if that had an effect on my mental health. So fast forward, um, I said it um, 
I said it in a song. I did a freestyle to Quiet Storm. But if you listen to Look What You Did to Me, I said, um, um, lost a lot of friends, but I found myself. Started chasing bags, and I found some wealth. Now all my friends are dead. Niggas pushed me to the edge. On the rise to the top, I jumped right off the ledge. Then I cracked my my head, fell Mm -hmm. 18 feet, dog thought I was dead. They left me bleeding for no damn reason. Niggas be scheming, but I'm too seasoned. Mm. That was that was seriously, you know. I animated it when I said it in a song, but like I really fell out of a window and um survived it. And the pictures, I looked I looked terrible. That's crazy. Yeah. How many people know that? Well, shit. I hope this podcast, the whole world knows now. I'm really <laughs> mentally ill. Like, I cracked oh, yeah. my brain. Like, That's um, crazy. I, I mean, I, I've said it before, but this is probably my first time actually ever saying it, you know, in an interview. And I saw those people mm-hmm. when they saw that I fell out the window and, um, it's, how you been? I'm good. You know? And again, it's not like I'm blaming you or anything like that, but I couldn't let something horrific happen like that and just right. leave somebody. No, at the end of the day, I'd be like, man, fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you, you, <laughs> like you know, just y'all ain't gonna you. go to jail. I didn't wake up blaming people. Right, but right. The, the sad part is I went to go get a lawyer and they said that I didn't have a lawsuit because, they said that uh, it was con- contributory negligence, something like that, that I just didn't use the phone to call the cops. I'm like, the phones were dead. Like, so I can't get no money because I fell out of a window. Y'all locked me in the library. Right. It's, um, but, you know, I feel like everybody has to go through something tragic. And, um, you know, I was still making music. I survived it. I remember I had just got hired at CBS Radio mm-hmm. and I had got an internship and I they had me in the on-air department and I'm like, I, I had a cast on and they looking at me. They was like, what's up with you? And I'm just like, I fell out of a window. They were like, what? So I'm thinking it's going to slow my momentum down, but I had my cast. I'm driving. You know what I'm saying? Thank God I broke my left hand, my, my left wrist. Um, but I still ended up going through my uh, internship, but it was, it was rough. And um, I'm glad I shared that story so people really know that like, I've been through some shit, man. Absolutely. We all been through some shit, but that was to crack your school. I remember my mom, she was in Puerto Rico at the time she was living there. Mm-hmm. And she's just like freaking out because she can't get to me that fast. But they right. let me out there. My grandfather, uh, my brother, my nana, and my um my both of my grandfathers that came to see me. They drove right from Virginia and they were that right there. And um yeah, I'm here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean at least you bounce back from it. At least yeah. it, it wasn't nothing that you know damaged you to the yeah. point where you're like a vegetable or like you know in a coma or something because that would have been crazy i can't my mom said your head's strong as shit like, <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like damn i'm thank god like, like right that's what you got to say like she was freaking out but yeah my, i guess uh, man to survive that 18 feet I, I remember when i went back and looked at the library i'm like damn like i can drop. do anything you know yeah. so through the fire man definitely <laughs> definitely absolutely so you were on uh b you were at bt uh, yeah recently um yes oh that was in atlanta at the super bowl the house of bt okay how and what can you tell me a little bit about that what was yeah that so basically um it was my first time ever i've been to bt in new york and uh and dc but um mm-hmm. basically it was this like it looked like a museum like a pop-up house of bt museum when you go in there they had um i can show you pictures on my phone they okay. had uh it was like a gallery it had like this kiki challenge and this girl had like these balls paws and she just would hand you the ball <laughs> and mm. she'd be like you know i'm gonna ask you a question kiki do you love me it, that game was a little weird but uh mm-hmm. they was basically promoting all of the t- programming it's very interesting how they did it they had the taraji p uh, henson movie uh, advertised in there this boomerang tv show and it was just you went through there and then it was a panel on the other side and um they had mouse jones there shout out to mouse jones he checked out my album uh, he does a lot of podcasts with like a uh, charlamagne the god and stuff like that okay and um what else um kenny burns was there uh what's that funny model's name oh my god ricky ricky something 
Ah, oh, I can't remember his name right now, but it was it was like a, a networking event, and um, they played my music. Um, I had that did a Soul Train line, and uh, oh, wow. it was just a a great experience to just kind of be social. Because again, I don't, I'm extroverted, but I don't really like to. So I've become introverted because of lady. Like I can mm. Netflix and chill all day, but I know with this project I need to be out seeing people and everything. So I, I right. met a lot of people, got a lot of new followers, and after the event, a lot of the producers were hitting me back. Like I checked out your project and stuff. So okay, I'm hoping good. that uh that could turn into maybe I don't know. They don't have 106 in Park anymore, so it's like right. I don't even know how, how music is played on BET, the actual television television show now. You know, that's a good question. So I honestly don't know because. Lord knows MTV don't really play music videos no yeah. more. So. <laughs> and I, Revolt TV, I don't know who's playing them. You know, you right. BT jams and MTV jams and, and stuff like that. But I'm hoping because I went there and made those connections that um, maybe that could lead me to the person that could, when I when we shoot the movie, you know right. what I'm saying, get the movie on there or something like that. But um, okay, yeah, it, absolutely. Was, it was really, really dope. I took my sister with me. Shout out Jay. Hmm. Jay Model. She's a model. So we were just on the scene, you know, letting people listen and getting their feedback. Took a lot of pictures and stuff. So... Okay. I, I know it's gonna manifest into something bigger. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You put it out in the universe, so it's going. It's, it's definitely gonna flourish. I'm all about universal law. I, I, I don't, I'm a big reader, like Napoleon mm. Hill, Thinking Grow Rich, or whether it's um, Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. I, I really do believe that you can, you know, manifest. Manif- I, I manifested this when I saw this. I'm like, I'm gonna be on Seven Five Junction. It's, it's important to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like uh, it doesn't. It's, I think sometimes people are so caught up in major, major platforms, but I feel like I'm trying to take that indie route like the way J. Cole did it. Like, right. you know, one city at a time, I'll drive, fly, wherever I have to go. So this mm-hmm. was a part of the law of attraction. I said I was going to be here and look at where yeah, we you are. are. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I feel like it'll it'll get bigger. You know, all, all in due time, all things come with time. But yeah. I, mean, I, I look at a lot of other podcasts and, again, not to be – cocky or anything like that mm-hmm. or toot my own horn but I, my production is better than a lot of other podcasts talk your shit like, you know what i'm saying like so and, and big podcasts you know what i'm saying i'm like y'all got the budget i know y'all got the budget so why are y'all still mm-hmm. having like you know regular 1080p cameras go up to 4k you know what i'm saying yeah. uh, up, up your up your your image in the in the room make mm-hmm. the room look nice you know exactly because you want a, a good aesthetic too because i mean a podcast are typically just verbal mm-hmm. but i also want to give people an option to see who they're listening to <laughs> Shit you know what i'm saying crazy when you put this out dog we going up Hell yeah. all the sponsor ads i'm like yo check him out like i'm whatever i can do man and this, no, is, I appreciate this is home that, this makes me this makes me feel at home and I'm home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This right. is the first person that I interviewed with from the seven five. So Okay. You know, this this, appreciate this means that. a lot to me, man. Yeah, yeah. and I just want to give people from especially for the seven five a platform because I feel like the seven five seven could be like Miami or could be like, Hell you know, yeah. Cali. But the again we gotta get everybody on board if we're mm-hmm. gonna get to that point. And people aren't on board. This crabs in a barrel in this area. So if we can get people on mm-hmm. one page and give people to support each other. We definitely can can get to that point. Yeah. So that's I'm, that's what I'm trying to help do. I'm trying to break that mold and exactly and, and just whatever put I on. could I could do to help too, man. Because like mm-hmm. I had a uh, I, we throw events as well. My company, the CAS agency, we had a stage at South by Southwest. I, I saw that y'all got of, clothes and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. And my and I got so many people from Virginia, Philly, wherever. I'm that mm-hmm. person that'll just give, 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 and I and I want to give back to my city in so many different ways. That's why I'm, I'm hardly home, but I'm always repping, and I feel like. Everybody need to know about you here, what you're doing, man. You know, like, we got Pharrell, Chris Brown, Missy, Pusha T, Sherman, Taz, Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Right. All these different people. My, uh, my OG Free just opened up his um sports ball, District 44, with Antoine Bethea. Mm. Like, everybody's got something going on. But I feel like a lot of times people feel like they got to 
they got to leave. Sometimes you do have to leave, but don't forget to ever bring it back. You know what I'm right. saying? I made t-shirts that say Ty Millionaires because I want niggas to know that's my hood. That's where right. I'm from. That's where I grew up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like a whole EP is called 7-5. Like I have a whole song dedicated to that. And I just feel like what Pharrell's doing with something's in the water. Every man, it can be Miami. It can be like New York. You know what I'm saying? We got so much some, something is in our water like you right. know it got so much talent coming there's a lot right of talent here. and they people never know when they meet me they like you from va like i ain't never met nobody from va we different mm-hmm. like we so different I, I just i love it like and you, you said you've been here since you was three yeah since i was three yeah so you, you you're a virginia you Deport know what i'm saying news, yeah, seven, five, seven, all day yeah like <laughs> that's, that's what i rep man yeah. everywhere i go but you said you're from germany originally born in yeah germany. I, was, I was born in germany okay uh, i don't really claim it though because i left when i was three yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i ain't know i don't remember none of that stuff like because my dad was army you know you know what I'm saying okay. station over there, okay. and then uh, you know my mom was pregnant, and then gave birth to me over there. And you been so yeah. do you do you want to stay here and like build up production? Like, what is your goal with what you're trying to do? I, absolutely, I want to I want to build something here, kind of like a you know it, you know in due time, you know once once everything gets yeah bigger. You, you ain't know, gotta you know let the I'll cat spend. out the bag and tell everybody. Right? No, yeah, I mean it's not yeah. even it's not even nothing on no secret shit. It's yeah. just um I just want to kind of stay here because I love the area. You know, yeah. I mean it's not a, it's not a bad area. I mm-hmm. mean I've been a different place. I've been to Arizona. I've been to um, New York. I actually recently went to New York. I haven't got to see it in its entirety though, so mm. I can't really make a good assessment on it. Okay. But how do you um, like New York? It was it was dope. I, I went to, to I went Brooklyn. to Manhattan. Okay. I went to Brooklyn and then uh went and saw Times Square. Okay. So all that stuff was pretty dope. I took the train though. Yeah. I want, yeah. The yeah, Uber drive is crazy. Together, man. Uh, I yeah. love New York. I got miss you. it so much. Yeah. I, find, I tried chopped cheese for the first time yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> this, is, this is lit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Chopped cheese is what's up though. Shouts out to New York. Yeah, man. I, it's just something about it. Like LA. I love LA. Mm-hmm. I love the weather, you know, the weed. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Right. But I just feel like it's just culture, the fashion, everything comes from New York. I miss it. But it's just, I do not like the cold no more. I'm so bougie I now. I, I don't know, but Virginia's, you know, the weather here is just, it's not that cold or it's not that, it's like a, a decent, you know, temperature. I was going to yeah. ask you too, well, how did you come up with the title 75 Junction? I, I love it. Like, where did that come from? So, no, it's funny you say that because like, when it, when it comes to anything, mm-hmm. I think the hardest part is coming up with a name. That's mm-hmm. the most difficult part because you want something that's going to be catchy and you want something that's going to grab people's attention. You don't want something this this corny. You don't want anything that's just too bland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, me and my friend Eric, we were sitting here brainstorming. And um, you know, like, okay, we want to, we definitely want to incorporate 757. Okay. So I was sitting here thinking. I was just throwing out different, you know, adverbs, words, mm-hmm. you know, pronouns, synonyms, whatever. You yeah. know, I was just throwing all, all kinds of stuff. And then I was like, Junction. 75 Junction. Like, yeah, 75 Junction. I was like, yeah, let's go with that. 75 yeah. Junction. And he's like, yeah, that could work. And so here we are at 75 Junction. It was just kind of just sitting down, brainstorming for 20 minutes to come up yeah. with. Yeah. No, I love that because one thing I tell people when they meet me, where are you from? I'm like, the 75. Mm-hmm. What's that? Some right. people think it's a gang because they got that uh, some documentary on Netflix called 75 about this crooked cop uh, thing. I don't know. Oh, so wow. when I tell people, they're like, well, can I say I'm from 80? I'm like, no, it doesn't work for you in your city <laughs> no. like that. You can't say it's you're just from 801. No, you have to say you're yeah. three digits. But when I saw it, because I got my song called 75, I'm like, I, I just love it because it's like, yeah, we can get away with just a two digit uh, area code. That's, yeah. you know, that's, you know no, that's true. I never think about that. That's <laughs> but, true. I yeah, never thought about it's that. It's hard because I feel like we got, you know, and also, too, maybe, you know, we could talk about possibly making 75 could be, I don't know if you got intro music or something like that, but mm. that could probably, I don't, have you heard 75 yet? 
I have not, no. Okay. Well, I got to play that for you. You can let me know. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's no all let, about, let me know all that stuff. Definitely. Yeah, we could. I think that would be hard to also, you know, bring more awareness to it. And it's something right. we could promote. Anything I could do to help. But I, when I saw 7, I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm from, nigga. 7-5 Junction. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got some people would be like seventy five. I'm like, yeah, you're not from. No, here. you're not. You're not from here. It's not seventy five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like if you if you see seven five, you know. If yeah, you, if you're from the area, because like push a T if you know, you know. Yeah, if, exactly. Because <laughs> when I came up with the title of the project seven five, I couldn't put the, I didn't put the number seven and the number yeah. five. I had to spell it out so you say it. And because I didn't want people to come saying, "Is that what's the song called seventy five? No, you know it's seven five. And when I go to the when I perform seven five. And anywhere, yo, that, that's the song that people love the most. Like, I want to go there. What's there? Like, niggas mm-hmm. be like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's my area code. Where's the other number? <laughs> but right. yeah, seven five, seven five. Yeah, I rep the tides. I always say that. You know, that's Hell that's yeah. a, one of the lyrics from the song. So you know, we wavy, tide water, okay. tide millions. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. I saw you, you had a picture with Pusha T, right? You yeah, met him before. Yeah, yeah. So this was uh, when was that two? like two or three years ago at mm-hmm. Mecca Fest. It was the first year they had took Howard University's homecoming. I went to Howard, of course. So mm-hmm. they took away homecoming because somebody something happened. When Drake performed, it just went chaotic. They said, we're not doing homecoming uh, Yard Fest again. They were like, what? Oh, wow. So we came together as the students and we threw an event called uh, Mecca Fest and Tiana Taylor was there. Pusha T was there. Oh, nice. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't on my music tip the way that I am now because again, I was doing interviews and all this other stuff, but I right. met him and I was just like, you know, God willing, um, he, I, I need, I need push to hear this, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I need malice. I need Pharrell. I need, I need the whole city. Timberland. Like we, cause we get so many of these popping artists from, like I said, from other states. But if they knew how much talent was here, and it, I, not even to be narcissistic, cause everybody wants to be seen and heard and everything like right. that. But I just feel like with this mentally ill project. I, I don't think there's nothing like it. I don't know anybody. I looked on Apple and stuff, and there's a lot of other people that have come up with titles called Mentally Ill, haven't even given it a chance. But from mm-hmm. the artwork to the concepts to the titles, I feel like I feel like I got one. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right. this is this is something Push needs to hear. So Push, you know what I'm saying? I need y'all to uh, Daytona's right there on the wall. I need y'all to uh, you know show some love to your girl. You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Absolutely. He was he was dope. It was nice meeting him. He took the picture and I. You know, was just like yeah, I do interviews and stuff like that. And he did a drop for me, so um, okay, you know, that's dope. Yeah, I'm probably oh, yeah. Gonna, I probably drop the drop again. He uh, he said, "Yo, what up? This your neighborhood push." He was saying, "You're not rocking with Tasmania, show sure. yeah." And I was like, "Oh shit, oh, that's fire!" Yeah, you know, I'm about to put <laughs> that on fire. a tape or something like that. Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's fire. You should yeah. do that for an intro for a track. I should. That'd be crazy. Mm. That go. Okay, let's we, we're gonna Get make the that. The crab juice is flowing. Your boy yeah. that got me on the P, the pianist. What's Co- his name? Coop. Coop Chardonnay. Yeah. Oh, let's we gonna set, let's set something up. Oh yeah, let's do. Is he from let's the seven five? Right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's from the seven five. He who moved now, but he's he's a resident from here. Yeah. Okay, maybe he produce it, put the the Hell push yeah. sample on it. Hell yeah, Ooh, that'd be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Oh Hell yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, you got anything else that you want to uh, talk about before we wrap up? Um, shout out to Kirby amazing publicist putting this together um she's been holding me down uh she from the 752 so we sticking together together working and everything uh shout out to my beautiful fiance lady shout out to my sis jay my mom um everybody that was a part of the project uh if you want to book me for interviews and speeches i'm traveling i got put together the ill tour where i'm gonna be traveling to all these different schools i've already spoken to over 2,000 people um, doing presentations. So if you want to book me, you can holler at my publicist, Kirby, or you can hit me on social media. I'm trying to get as much press as possible for Heal the Ill. 
Um, trying to do a lot more performances. We have merch. We have uh, Heal the Ill, Mentally Ill, Stress Balls. So you can listen to the, excuse me, you can listen to the album and squeeze the stress balls. Pause. Um, <laughs> we got t-shirts. What else? Uh, am I missing anything? I'm missing anything, babe. No. I got CAS merch. Um, what else? Yeah, all things Taz on, you know, on Tasmania show. So, uh, okay. yeah, y'all can follow me. Y'all can check me out. And um, oh, what's your handle? Oh, the, the handle is at Tasmania Show. Okay. And um, for Mentally Ill, it is available on Tidal, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, everywhere, everywhere streaming is possible. Okay. And um, I just want y'all to just keep, you know, spreading the word, man. And I, again, I thank you for listening. Like, I'm glad that you let me know those, uh, those records um, spoke to you on God and Mentally Ill. I was gonna ask you one more thing before we go, though. Um, was there any, did you? I don't know if you knew about me or knew who I was before you heard the project, but was there anything that you learned about me that you were surprised from listening to the EP? Surprise? Um, maybe, maybe maybe surprise is probably not the, the best choice. So I mean, I, I I'll put it to you this way. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting what I received from you in regards to it because you know I, I looked at your page, I saw you, I saw you as a person, I was like, hmm. I wonder how she sounds because I, I wasn't sure what your sound was going to be like. Oh. But when I actually sat down and listened to it, I was like, this is really dope. And okay. it was a pleasant surprise because I wasn't expecting it. So oh. that's what made it that much better for me. What was you? What, what, did you, what was your expectation? I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to be whack. Ah! I was like, ah, oh, this might be whack. And I listened to it. I was just like, yo, looking this at my is page? Huh? Just from looking at my page, you thought it was I've just seen it at first. I was just facing, and that's why I always tell people never judge a book by its cover. You always, about the cover art is what you thought was, like, what made you think it was going to be whack? What, just, I was just scrolling through. I was like, she just I don't I don't know the look it just mm. I don't know I don't know how it's gonna sound because it seemed like it was just gonna be like some like completely left field sound I was like I don't know how it's gonna sound so okay. I sat and when I sat down and listened to it, I was like this is actually a really solid body of work wow. so like I said shouts out to you and it was a pleasant surprise I was like this is great you know did I, you get surprised when you got to on God or were you surprised off the I was intro? surprised off off rip as soon as mentally ill started and like I heard the production so I was like, okay production's good yeah and I started hearing the lyricism I was like. Oh shit! This is actually really good. <laughs> I was like, nice. So, okay. so that's 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 kind of what got my ear, made me gravitate towards it, and, and then you know I, that just made me even more excited for the interview. So, yeah. so, so you definitely. didn't even know I was from the Seven Five before you heard the project. I knew you were from the Seven Five. Okay. Um, I think I saw something on your page that alluded to it. But okay. Um, and so you know, so that's you. So you've heard you heard that, but never heard my old work. I haven't heard your old work yet. Okay. Nah. Well, I, this is I'm not knocking what I what mm-hmm. I dropped Hampton and Seven Five. I think you'll enjoy those as well. So I definitely would love to get your feedback whenever you get. And, a and where can people find those at? Hampton oh, that, and that's on Spotify. Title. Okay, so that's on streaming platforms. Every, well. every streaming okay. platform you can check Dope. that out. Um, but I feel like mentally it was the best to date. I feel like you probably okay. hear it and be like, oh, this is like isn't this great? Because again, like I said, it's more cohesive. It has a theme and mm-hmm. everything. So that's I'm I like so things. glad that I um exceeded your expectations. Thought I how you see all this drip? Thought I was gonna be whack. <laughs> nah, it's not the drip. It's, <laughs> it's not the drip. The album cover. I was just like, ah, oh, look kind of crazy. She might be on some left field like oh, crazy. Oh, you stuff. mean okay? I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. I, so okay, yeah, I, thought, I, I thought it was gonna be some wild shit. I was like, oh no, nah, this is actually really dope. Yeah. I like this. So yeah, nah, I wanted definitely. shock value for the cover art because I feel it like worked. again. And if you look at my page, seeing that, it's like, yo, what's up with her? She looks throw the fuck off. Like, I'm going to be on some <laughs> Tech 9 screaming crazy type shit. No. Yeah, Tech 9 is a good way to put it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Thought I was going to be like, oh, going. I feel like, mm-hmm. look what you did was that. 
like I I own in on showing you how crazy I can see that. Yeah, I, nah, I feel I feel that. Yeah, the definitely. personality, the voice changes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But you know, that's why I try to make sure because I'm I'm a lyricist at heart. Like right. I try to just get on nothing but trap beats. I'm mean, not not trap beats like soulful samples and stuff like that. Yeah, if you definitely. put me in the room, I'm J Cole's the reason I started rapping. Oh, it's the other thing too. It dropped on January 28th because J Cole is my favorite rapper. Birthday January 28th. Yeah, so I Love started it. rapping because okay. I heard the warm up. So shout out to J Cole. Dreamville, y'all need to rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. First met him and um got a picture with him in uh 2010, and I okay. heard Friday Night Lights. Not like that's my Friday favorite. Night Lights is fire. Yeah, yeah, the warm up, the come up. You know, KOD. Oh my God! Like yep. J Cole's the whole reason I even started rapping. So okay. that was the, the everything has a, a great concept and moving forward. It's only going to go up from here. Absolutely. I'm, t- I'm telling you. So Absolutely. I'm, thank you for listening so much. And thank you so much for having me. And we going to No, work. thanks for coming up here. I appreciate you coming out and showing love. Definitely. That's real. I appreciate yeah. that. 757 got to sit together. 7575. Yeah, I rep the tides. Hey. Do or die. <laughs> how we ride. Ain't no switching sides. 7575. Show do you want to ride. Told her, get inside. Do it for the 75. That's the drone. You're going to have to put on the show. Hell yeah. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you coming out, Taz. Hey, no sweat. Sherman, appreciate you. Yes, All right. <laughs>